Welcome to the Breezy Brides Podcast, a podcast designed for brides planning their dream destination wedding. I'm your host, Deanna, and I'm here to offer you all of the resources, advice, and tips to make planning your destination wedding a breeze. Let's get started. Hello, Breezy Brides listeners. Welcome back. I am so excited to share with you our first official destination wedding review in podcast form. In this episode, I have Kaylee on to talk about her wedding at Dreams Playa Mujeres Golf and Spa Resort. She talks about all things regarding planning, planning a destination wedding during COVID, and her experience in basically planning a wedding in one month. It's quite an interesting story, so stay tuned to check it out, and I hope you enjoy the episode. Well, first of all, thanks for um, meeting with me, and uh, you are officially the first one um, to be on the podcast for a review. I've done a few reviews at this oh, point. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, when I started, I started the podcast in, I think, December, and was just kind of basing it off of, like, my blog post ideas. Um and then I was looking at my reviews and I was like, I need to have these girls on the podcast. <laughs> oh, so fun. So yeah, I reached out um, and yeah, um, you got back to me. So I was so excited because the resort you got married at is very popular right now. And I oh, can see it? why. Yeah, your pictures are like gorgeous and it's been Thank like a you. really popular one that I've been seeing a lot. Yeah, just that one specifically or just like dreams resorts in general? I would say that one specifically. Yeah. Yeah. Playa Mujeres is really nice because it's like right off of Cancun and it's complete, it's like gated. So the only people like we went to Riviera Maya after, um, for like our honeymoon. And when you go on the beach, like you walk on the beach and there's people like trying to sell you drugs on the beach, like typical, like when you go away to a different country, but they can't get into Playa Mujeres. Oh, Playa Mujeres is complete. And it's like two miles of all different security checkpoints. So and that might be why, because it's completely secluded. The only people that are there are like meant to be there, like vacationers or workers. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. Um, well, I guess we'll just start off by, if you want to just give a little backstory, because I, I didn't say the resort, um, just kind of your resort and when you got married. Yeah. So we got married, um, we got married legally in New Jersey first, we're from New Jersey on January 2nd. And then we got married at Dreams Playa Maharis, January 9th, um, 2021. Okay. And this is, since this is my first um, review podcast, it's also officially the first COVID (laughs) wedding review I've done as well. (laughs) So I saw in some of the um, answers that you gave, I don't know if this goes along with COVID, but you said you planned it in a month. Yeah, so we got engaged um, June 27th of 2020, so like smack in the middle of COVID. And prior to that, we were kind of like, because vacation rates are pretty cheap. So we were like, oh, let's plan a vacation. We'll go away in January. Hopefully COVID will be over by then. Mm. So we planned a trip to St. Lucia um, to stay at Sandals. So we had that all said and we got engaged and then like seeing what a few of my friends were going through with like planning a wedding and whatnot. Like I always wanted to do a destination wedding anyway. Um, I just always saw myself like getting married on the beach. My husband, um, I guess I'm fortunate because he was like, whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> um, but 
it kind of just like seemed like a perfect opportunity. All my friends were going through hell, like rescheduling their weddings, all these restrictions. And we got engaged and I was like, well, we're already going away. Why don't we just invite our family to St. Lucia and we'll just do like just family only. And then when we come home, we'll do like a little celebration with our like extended family and friends um, when it's okay to do so with COVID. So we planned for, so then we had to cancel Sandals because we have nieces and nephews and siblings who are under 18 and Sandals is adult only. So then we um, planned out another resort that allowed kids. And then as it got closer, I mean, we were all set. And then as it got closer, they just didn't have, I didn't say the name of the resort because I still the, yeah. the best, but they didn't have like the best COVID policy at all. And my husband and I, I work um, in healthcare and my husband is a police officer. And so we, we were exposed all the time to mm-hmm. COVID, anything. And they didn't have a great policy um, where like, God forbid, one of us did get exposed and got sick and we had to reschedule our wedding. We would have lost all of our money. Um, And we weren't really willing to risk that. Canceling the wedding was never like a plan of ours. Yeah. But like we were just worried what would happen if one of us got sick. You had to get tested in order to get into St. Lucia. So what if one of us gets sick and even if we're contagious or not, we still have antibodies and we're still testing positive, what happens? And we would have lost all of our money. So, um, that was not an option. Obviously we weren't willing to risk so that we found that out a month before our wedding. So in a panic, I like called my travel agent. I was like, what do I do? I'm so nervous. And she got me in touch with she gave me a few resorts in Mexico and dream, we landed on dreams and play on my hair. I said, we were looking at the pictures and everything and it just looked perfect for us and our family. And I fell in love with that paramount suite that we got married up on. Yeah. So she put me within a day. My travel agent was incredible. Put me in touch with the wedding coordinator. They knew they had like, they had availability for our date and the paramount suite. So she was able within one day to move our entire family oh over to dreams. She like switched all of our flights from St. Lucia ended up saving us money, um, from what we were spending, like for our rooms and whatnot. So she did all of that in a day. And then I had a month to replan my wedding. (laughs) Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. I saw, um, it was probably like in the fall that a lot of these resorts, because they put on a new restriction that if you traveled outside the country, you had to test negative to come back in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was seeing a ton of rides that were like, well, I guess we're going to cancel our wedding. Um, but then these resorts so we started like coming just out. Bypassed that. Oh, okay. We just like so they put that came into effect um, a week after we got home, so we didn't have to test negative to come back in. Oh, okay, we didn't have to test at all to go to Mexico, Saint Lucia. We would have had to test negative to get into Saint Lucia, um, and that was our like. I mean, we wouldn't have gone if we were sick. Of course, we would never do that. But we were worried, like, what happens if, God forbid, we did get sick yeah, and we couldn't go. Um, but then the resort that we were going to get married at ended up close- reclosing again while we were in Mexico. So that would have been a disaster either. <laughs> yeah. And, I, and then, yeah, I saw um, then some of these resorts were were announcing that since because of the new restriction, they were allowing guests if they like free testing at the resort. And then if they mm-hmm. tested positive, um the ability to stay at the resort and quarantine free of charge. Yeah. So, yeah. So we're actually going to Jamaica in May 
and um, they, they have that in place. So we'll have to get tested to go to Jamaica and then also to come home. And they have that in place at the sandals. um, If hopefully it doesn't happen, but if we were to test positive, they put us in a separate room, like a separate area of the resort, Mm -hmm. we can quarantine there. And it's actually, the room is covered by our, um, our travel insurance. Okay. Nice. So it won't cost us any more to have to stay there. Yeah. Be the worst yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. So I was going to ask, cause you had said that you um, chose a destination wedding because you kind of wanted a vacation spot to revisit. So when you first were like, I guess you're even between your engagement and your wedding, it was still fast, but was it something that you were thinking about even like prior to getting engaged? Yeah. So Eric, my husband and I, we were taught like, we knew we wanted to get married. We were talking about it. I knew it was happening soon. And to be honest, when we planned St. Lucia, we had kind of talked about like, oh, if we do get engaged. So it was kind of like already on our mm. radar that like, that was, we were likely going to get engaged, get ma- get engaged this summer and then get married. But I just wanted, like, I thought, so we landed on dreams and dreams is really nice because we can go back to Platt Jr. with Playa Harris for years to come. And it'll always be like sentimental to us where we got married and we had that like special day with our family. And, but then also dreams has so many other resorts too, yeah. that like dream. So like dreams in general now, like mean something to us. So we can go to all the other dreams resorts and explore them. And then we can always go back to Playa Harris like for our anniversaries and whatnot. But yeah, it was, I knew what I was doing. Yeah, yeah, we had a different, like, I had to convince my husband. Um, I had always like kind of thought of it. And at the time, so we got married in 2017. And at the time, it wasn't super popular, I would say. Like there, it was definitely a thing, but like we, we didn't know anyone that had had a destination wedding. And so, um, I basically convinced him when I showed him like the price of like the venues and things like that. And he was like, yeah, so much cheaper. Yeah. Yeah. And in the end, it's more than like my, my biggest thing was like, it's more than one day. And like you said, like you can go back and it's, it's not only like a vacation, but it's like, you know, reliving all those memories instead of just going to like your wedding hall or whatever it is. And yeah. It has so much like, more I already, meaning. I already like I'm trying to think of a reason to go back. I mean, at first <laughs> right? I'm already like talking to my travel agent, like, so when can I go back? Like, and I and we love the resort too. And I just think it'll be so nice for years to come for us to like go back there and just like have a nice whatever what if we want to do a week, a week, a long weekend, like whatever we decide and just re- like you said, like relive that day and just like feel like that happiness and that love and like to go to like our spot, you know. Um yeah. I'm happy that we have that for like to share for, for the two of us. Yeah. Um, so when you started planning, how, I guess, where did you get like a lot of your resources? And I saw that you like recommended your travel agent and was, mm-hmm. was that somebody that you already knew or would you just kind of like Google travel agents near me or how did you go about finding them? So she was a referral from a friend of mine. Um, who also got married at a destination wedding and she helped them out with there. So she was a referral. She is local, but um, she has travel agents all over the country. So her, so my tra- my travel agent, I should take that back. My travel agent isn't local. She was from, she's from the West coast and I'm from the East coast. Okay. But like the, um, 
like the hub, I guess, is local. It's in the town over from me. Okay. So um, my friends used the woman in the same town as us and then referred like that agency. And we got hooked up with her name is Joy um, from Travel Smith and she's on the West Coast. But she and then I also I work closely with her boss, too, in, um, in New Jersey. And the two of them, Sally and Joy, are like incredible. I'd recommend them to anybody, especially if you're planning a destination wedding. Yeah, they were they have a lot of connections. That's awesome. Yeah, it's we didn't have a a great experience with ours. And that's one thing that I like look back and kind of regret because it was like a a co-worker's wife that owned like an agency. Um, but we didn't use his wife. We used somebody else. And I felt like kind of obligated to use her because he had recommended her and, you know, kind of doing them a favor. But it was just kind of, I don't know if she just didn't have a lot of experiences in destination weddings in particular. Um, like sometimes the response time was a little slow and things like that. But when I talked to brides who had a great travel agent, it's almost like a make or break requirement because of how much they handle, like just booking all of your guests alone and figuring out like the communication between them and the resort takes so Mm -hmm. much stress off of you because it's just uncharted territory. Like you don't even know who to contact and how to make it work. And they just take that all from you. Yeah. And I, so my friend who got, who used her for her destination wedding, they had 65 people um, go to the wedding and the travel agent handled all of that. So, so, and they loved her and she did a great job with that. And I worked with her for that too, because I was part of the wedding. Um, But then we only had 13, so we were a little bit smaller, but I think that we had a really unique experience because we had to change countries in a month (laughs) and she handled that like flawlessly, like no one lost money. No one, like there was, there was not, but that could be very, if we had to do that by ourselves, that would be like way too much stress for all of us to handle, especially like our parents are older, like, you know, deal with that. Um, and we didn't have, we don't have, didn't have grandparents there, but like people, a lot of people do. So like, imagine having to have your grandparents like do something like that. I couldn't, um, but she handled all of that seamlessly and we didn't have to worry about a thing. Like we got to, everything was taken care of our transportation to and from the airport, anything like all the forms to travel outside of the country. Now there's like even more forms than normal because of COVID she sat and anytime I needed to call her, like, especially during that time when we were changing everything, I was on the phone with her at 11 o'clock at night. She was calling me like, and she works around your schedule. She knows like I'm really busy. I'm always like in and out of hospitals and stuff for my job. And she like, she'll call me if it's at 6am. And that was the only time I could talk that day. Yeah, She would talk to me if it was at 11 o'clock at night or any time in between, like when I was on the road, like, and she would hang up on meetings. Like oh. I would call her and she'd be like, Oh, I'm in a meeting, but it's okay. I'll hang up. And she would talk to me like, they're, they're really good over there. Yeah. Um, so how did it work with like, on, I guess on my front, um, they did a lot of the communication between, so the travel agent handled a lot of the communication between the resort and the agent, um, Mm -hmm. like the resort would send me forms to fill out and things like that, but the agent kind of made sure they were staying on top of it a little bit better. Did that, did you find that with you as well? Like, did you, did you contact the resort yourself a lot or not really? Never. Besides the wedding planner, like the wedding planner and I were in constant communication. Um, but anything that had to do with our booking, I didn't talk to them once. It was all handled between my travel agent and them. And then my travel agent would just give me whatever I needed to sign or whatever my family needed to sign and do. Um, but we wouldn't have even known that we booked a vacation. (laughs) 
yeah. <laughs> they did all that for us. All right. So the um, it looks like your on-site wedding coordinator was it Marcella? Yeah. Yeah. So um, how did all of the planning process work with her? Did you um, like did they ask a lot of decor questions? Were there like forms to fill out for the resort just based on what you wanted or? So it was my travel agent was the one who put me in touch with her, um, and then she gave me a very lengthy form and it had, it it had anything that like they needed to know. So I was able to copy and paste like inspiration pictures. We picked our menu from that. Um, we put like the song I'm going to walk down the aisle to like, we pretty, pretty much like structured our entire wedding day, the timeline of the day. Um, and then there was like a pricing proposal attached to that as well. So everything that I needed was on there. And like, I had a date that I needed to fill it out by. Um, and then she had a date that she would like give back my pricing proposal to me by. Okay. And then they had, so they had wedding packages. It sounds like. Yes. And it looks like you guys went with a certain one um, and you upgraded florals and rentals. Um, but you said those were included in the package. So like my bouquet, like a bouquet was included in the package. A boutonniere was included in the package. Um, I don't think any ceremony decor was included besides chairs, but I upgraded all of that. It was like the basic, like the white Tiffany chairs were Mm. included. Um, I think if I'm remembering correctly, like maybe there was um, like a little floral arrangement for um, the like the table where you sign the marriage certificate was included as well. We didn't use that, but there were certain flowers that were included. Like you could choose from roses, whatever, like flowers they listed. And it was a small bouquet. So I upgraded to a medium sized bouquet and I upgraded all the types of flowers. Oh, okay. um, and then the, I had that golden arch with the flower arrangement on the bottom and on the two sides of it. And that wasn't included. So I upgraded that. Like any of the decor that I had, all the chairs, the golden arch, um, the two stands for the flowers, those were all upgrades um, and additional costs from my wedding package. And then same for the reception. The reception came with like standard tables and chairs and stuff like that. Um, And I I upgraded everything. I'm pretty sure I upgraded the table, the chairs, even the plates. all of that stuff. I added the candles. Um, I know with when planning ours, we like chose the like top level package because we just assumed like what could not be included in that. And then we were pretty surprised by like their add-on charges with things just want this and this. Was that the same for you? (laughs) It was, we picked a smaller package. We picked the intimate wedding package. I think it was called remembering correctly. Um, because there was only 13 of us. So all of the other stuff, like, like some of them included cocktail hours. Oh, okay. and we didn't really feel like we needed a cocktail hour. Some of them included like rehearsal dinners and we didn't really feel like we needed that. Um, so we picked the small, we picked one of, not the small, I think it was the second smallest package they offered. Um, we picked that, but then there, there was a lot of add-on costs. Like all, the most basic things are included in the wedding package. And then I, I would find it hard pressed not to need anything that was an additional cost. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's very appealing at first. And then when you get that list of add-ons, it's like, oh, well, we can't not get that. So I guess we're paying for I it. Know. 
<laughs> once they tell you that it's an option, you're like, right, well, now I need that. Yeah. <laughs> um, there was something. Al- oh, yeah, the photographer. So was there a photographer included in that package? There was. We decided to not use the photographer. However, it wasn't an option to remove it. So what we were able to do, which we actually really enjoyed a lot, um, was the night before the wedding, we did like a more casual um, family sunset photo shoot. So it was the resort's photographer. We met with them. They took us to like a nice spot on the beach. And we were all like just dressed more casual than we would have been for the wedding, of course. Um, And we did an hour and a half on the beach at sunset and took family photos. And then they made like a nice little, um, like hardcover book out of it for us and mailed it to us about six weeks after. So we weren't able, it was included and we weren't able to not use it. We had to, we we could have said like, no, we're just going to pay for it and not use it, but we paid for it. So we just took advantage of it on a different day. That's really nice that they even give you that option to use it as like a different thing than the wedding day. Yeah. Um, I wish I would have thought about it. I would have done like a post-wedding um like at like sunrise or something like that if I would have thought but they kind of I didn't even think about it they kind of sprung it on us when we got there when we got there we had like a pre-wedding meeting live with the wedding coordinator just to kind of finalize all details finalize payment like make sure that nothing was overlooked or missed and we didn't want to add or take anything away and during that meeting um which was the first day that we got to Mexico was that day she like kind of brought it to my attention that it was an option and I was like oh well, let's just do a family photo shoot then but I love my family and I'm glad I have the photos <laughs> if I would have thought about it <laughs> I probably would have done like a sunrise like post-wedding shoot or something like get back in our like my wedding dress and whatnot but like hair just I would have done yeah. it and whatnot and like at sunrise I thought it would have been really cute so advice so, for any future brides <laughs> right yeah that's real that's a really good idea or even just like a like trash the dress like series yeah like something wedding related I thought because they didn't they did a good job I gotta be honest I didn't go with them because I wasn't pleased about the photos that I saw that they like posted on their Facebook it wasn't really my style I wanted um like more like light and airy and romantic which we definitely got from Moni like I could spend two hours talking about how much I love our photographer um but like they weren't really my style but for what we used them for for that family shoot we loved it and like something like a trash the dress or like a post-wedding shoot like I would have like it would have been great for that too yeah so that was like kind of my next question was how did you decide um did were you able to how did you find the pictures of the photographer that would have been included and then how did you go about finding your photographer so I just looked them up the company um that the resort works with I looked them up on Facebook and Instagram and I kind of looked through their portfolios on there. And then once I decided that that wasn't really the style I was looking for, I just started looking up like hashtags on Instagram for like Mexico destination weddings, Mexico wedding photography, things like that. And um, just any pictures that appealed to me, I would click on. And I found myself to keep clicking on Moni's pictures. And I was like, all right, <laughs> like every picture I click on is like something that she has posted. Um, so once I decided on her, I didn't really even look at any other ones, but like I said, I kept clicking and they were all from her. Um, so then once I decided on her, I reached out to her and I was very, it was less than a month before at this point. And I was very fortunate that she had availability, um, that day. Yeah. 
I've actually shared some of her photos on my Instagram before. Yeah, she's, I found her right away too. It's, she's amazing. (laughs) She, she really is. And like, I, my husband hates pictures. He (laughs) like, he's not, he, but he wants every, like he hates like posed pictures too. Like he Mm. wants like candid in the moment. He doesn't like when pictures look like prepped and posed and fake. And she like, made him feel so comfortable the entire time. And we have so like, we obviously we have posed pictures. You have to, it's your wedding. Right. Um, but we have so many like candid natural pictures where like she was making us laugh or he was making me laugh. And like, she just did such a great, and I didn't even tell her about that, about my husband. Like I wasn't mm. even like, Oh, he hates pictures. He wants everything candid. I didn't even tell her like that detail, but I would say we have like half and half, like half candid and the candid ones are like our favorite ones too yeah half candid in the moment where we're just like you can like really see the love that we have for one another and then even like the post ones and the post ones like if anyone can make my husband not look awkward (laughs) (laughs) and that's they deserve like a like a gold medal or something because he's pretty awkward so am I I'm really not um but I felt like our pictures like that we looked completely natural and like it was just it was just she was our favorite part of the day for sure did the resort charge you a fee for using somebody else? They did. I think I think it was a hundred and fifty dollar vendor fee. Okay, and so she, we did that. Go ahead. Is she located down there then? Like, she, did she have to fly? No, she is. She lives in Cancun. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. yeah so she she's really close to Playa Maris. That's just that's a. It's just such a great resource for photographers to be available down there because a lot of the times people think they need to pay well and people still do but um like paying for the photographers travel and accommodations too if they want somebody specific and that just adds how much more money so yeah I mean I think if you're if you're getting married in Mexico gotta go with money yeah (laughs) (laughs) and you don't you don't have to do that you don't have to pay for it I mean there's great photographers everywhere but you don't have to pay for those, those accommodations and you can still get like the most amazing photographer ever. Yeah. So so you had said that you guys got married at the Paramount suite and I kind of looked this up on the website a little bit. Is it just like a location in the resort? It's not. So our room was the Paramount suite. We stayed there um, the whole week, but I think you have to, I think you have to like stay in the room a minimum of one or two nights I'm not sure exactly which if it's one or two but they definitely at least I would say two plan for um so it's it's an actual like suite that you would stay in um great room I mean there's it's like a house um oh wow and then it's like this huge balcony that overlooks the water and I think they've had they've had like pretty large weddings up there like we were small but I don't know what the maximum capacity is, but you can fit a decent amount of people up there. So it was the ceremony and cause I was looking at your pictures and it was all in the same spot. Yeah. Wow. So our ceremony was, so a, like a larger wedding would probably have like a cocktail hour or something while the couple's taking pictures or however they want to choose it. And mm-hmm. I don't like, you wouldn't be able to do all of that there. So we were fortunate where we were smaller. So we were able to have the ceremony and then, um, while my husband and I were taking sunset photos on the beach, they like quickly in less than an, an hour, like took away all the decorations from the ceremony and set it up for, um, the reception. So the way that they explained it to me, like if you were going to do a cocktail hour or 
you don't just want your guests like sitting around watching them take down your like ceremony setup and building your reception. Like you could do the ceremony up there and then go to a different location on the resort and do a cocktail hour and then go back up for the reception or however you wanted to make that work. Like if you wanted to do the ceremony somewhere else and then reception up there, you could do that. Um, we just, the, what I didn't like, and this is not just this resort in particular, it would have been any destination, like any resort is that a lot of the locations are like smack in the middle of the resort yeah. where like anyone can just walk by. And I mean, and we were guilty of it when we were like the days leading up to the wedding, there were a few weddings at the resort and I was like, sit, like stalking them basically from my balcony <laughs> <laughs> and like on the beach, like there's people on the beach and you can't really control like who is around or just like who comes on your dance floor, I guess if it's like big enough, like you never yeah. know who's going to come like walking into your wedding. And then also like just kind of being I, like, I, I'm a very like shy, awkward person. So like for me to have a wedding smack in the middle of the resort, I wouldn't have been comfortable. Yeah. So especially for us, for like a private intimate ceremony and like reception that we have that suite was ours it was our room so like it was just completely intimate just us like there was no eyes on us no one could even see us up there like they didn't even know what was happening um so I loved it for that reason like there was it was just it felt very intimate and romantic and that's exactly what we wanted yeah were there a lot of different location or how many different location options were there was there since it was so small um do you know what the limit would have been for like that look to be able to get married at that location do you think it would be able to fit like a larger wedding they had like i i, I want to say it's i think it's between 25 and 50 oh you okay could fit up there yeah so they could you can definitely have a bigger wedding up there for sure um, I forget the, they have it on their website. I'm pretty sure. And they're like, if you look at their wedding brochure, it, it says each location's maximum capacity. They don't have minimum capacity. So like we could have used any of the locations, like the oh, bigger okay. spots if we had wanted to. Um, but I, I want to say, I think it was maybe 50 okay. was the maximum capacity up there. So you can have a bigger wedding if you wanted to, I wouldn't say like, I don't think I, I would have like 54 ceremony. I don't think I would have 54 reception up there. It would be too small for like a dance floor and all of that stuff, but yeah. 50 person ceremony for sure. Wow. That's so there. cool. Yeah. I've, you, you see like the typical, just like beach ceremony or um, like a little yeah. or something. So like to have that little area all to yourself, it's almost like a like it's designed, well, I'm sure it is designed for <laughs> weddings, but like, it's not your typical like destination wedding. Um, yeah. Vision, which I loved. I loved that about it. Like I, I just, I love that it was intimate and private and no one was there that wasn't supposed to be yeah. there and no one could see us and stalk us. Like I was doing everybody else the days yeah. before mine. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was just going back here and it looks like you hired someone for your hair and makeup as well. So I guess along the lines of the photographer, was hair and makeup included in your package and how did you decide to go elsewhere? It, it was hair and makeup was included for me only. Okay. It wasn't included for anyone else. Um, so hair and makeup was included for me. I did have to pay for like that portion, whatever, like it, they don't tell you like the package doesn't say, like it just says a price doesn't say like the hair and makeup costs this, right. like you don't have like an itemized list. So I don't know what it cost me that I didn't use. Um, but I hired 
and again, the only reason why was because there was no pictures. Like I couldn't see any work that they've done in the past. So I would, I didn't want to go in blind, not knowing like, can they do nice makeup? Can they do nice hair? Um, yeah. So I actually found my, um, my hair and makeup artist through Moni, my photographer. She recommended oh. her. Her name um, was Sandy Man- Mendez. I loved her. I loved okay. her so, so, so much. She was so great. And like my mother-in-law was very nervous. She has like, she started like her hair, um, very thin and hard to work with. Oh, okay. So she, she was so nervous. She wanted to do like an updo, hasn't done an updo in years. So she didn't know how her hair was going to like stick all day. Um, and my sister-in-law, she's like, takes the cake for the amount of wedding she's been in. And she <laughs> said that like, that was like her favorite person that's ever done her hair before. And like the way it came out, just like who she is in general. Um, and then me, like I have, my hair has no, like nothing to it, no volume. And then like, I mean, I curled it this morning and the curls are already gone. And I was kind of like, I wanted my hair down and she like knew the products to use. My hair had so much volume at the end of the night. It looked the same that it did like that morning. And I was dancing I, and it was windy. It was, that was like, so I don't know if it was cause just the day or cause we were up so high, it was really windy up there. Mm. So like you can see in the video, my certain, my hair is like blowing away, but it like kept its shape and its style the entire day, like through all the pictures, the wind, the dancing at the end of the night, like it looked just as good as it did. And I, and she was a sweetheart. She, I, like, she, not that, <laughs> um, she would, I'm sure she wouldn't prefer this for every customer, but we were kind of in a rush um when we were leaving like it was kind of we were kind of like rushing around a little bit and um I don't know what it was she didn't she didn't accept I think maybe it was American Express card she didn't accept some type of um credit card whatever I forget what it was and that was the card that we all had we were like oh my god like how do we pay her we didn't and she's like oh don't worry about it when you get to it like just focus on you enjoy it like she didn't want to be stressed at all like, so she left without even getting paid. I mean, we paid her the next day. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> we paid her the next day, but like everyone's other, like we only all, like I only had my one card on me. Like my parents, like they all had their other like debit cards and credit cards in their rooms. And like, that was across the entire resort and they were like going to go run and grab their debit card. And she was like, don't even worry about it. You guys, I, you, I know you guys will pay me. Um, so like, I, we appreciated that so much. Like she didn't want anyone stressed. She didn't want me upset or stressed. Like she just wanted me to focus on like my day, having a good time, not worry about it. And then she did our hair and makeup and left and just trusted that we would pay her the next day. And we did. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm assuming there was probably a, was there a vendor fee for her as well through the resort? There was. So she brought, um, a makeup artist. So I had to pay the, I had to pay for her and the makeup artist. Okay. Um, so the makeup artist, her name was Jenny and she was part of Sandy's team and okay. she was phenomenal as well. Awesome. I hate makeup on me and she made me <laughs> Where do they have like a, um, a company or do they just go by their names? So I think like Sandy has a hashtag on, um, on Instagram and it's like Sandy Man- Mendez. And I, then I think like a X, like a times like and then okay. team, I'm pretty sure it is. Like I can send it to you. Um, but she has a hashtag, but she, I, like I booked through her and then I guess she just picks like based on the wedding, the, like this party side, the bridal party size, like how many people are getting their hair and their makeup done, like how many people she's going to bring and 
she asks you to submit like inspiration photos. So based on like the photos, I guess, who's the best fit for the look that the bride is looking for. Okay. Um, And then she coordinates like on her end, like who she's going to bring with her. Okay. Um, And she'll work with you too. Like she, like, cause she knows there's vendor fees. Yeah. So she, like, I remember we didn't have to do this, but in her contract, she was saying like, if the vendor fees are too much and you want us to scale back and not bring as many people, like she'll work with you um, on that as well. I remember seeing that in her contract. Okay. Well, I guess to close it out here, um, at the end, so people love the the pictures that we include for the reviews and everything, but they always want to know where you got everything or the vendors that you recommended. So we had talked about your photographer, your um, travel agent, hair and makeup. Um, where did you get your dress and how did you decide on like your husband's attire? Because that's always a hot topic. Like, do you have them put them in a suit when it's like 90 degrees out or like, you know, where do you find that beach attire and all that kind of stuff? So I got my dress, my dress, the designer is Allure, um, A-L-L-U-R-E. And it's part of their romance collection. And I got it from Castle Couture, which is located in New Jersey. Okay. Um, and I found it off of Allura's website, fell in love with it. Um, and then like that was out of all the dresses that I was looking at that I liked, like that was the only one I could ever like actually picture myself in and wearing. And then like they have, you can type in your zip code on their website and find um, boutiques that carry it. So that's how I found my dress. And then my husband's one and only request for the wedding was that he wore blue because he <laughs> likes the way blue makes his eyes look. Um, and I didn't want, like, I just didn't want him to be uncomfortable at all. Like he was so great. Like, like pretty much let me do whatever I wanted, whether he likes it or not. Um, so I didn't want him to be like sweating and uncomfortable the whole day. Like, I just wanted him to be comfortable and like not, and just like feel like himself pretty much. Um, so, and his only request was to wear blue. So he went with a baby blue button down shirt. Um, and like, they weren't khaki. Like I would think like, they were more like beige, I guess, beige pants. Um, and we got those from men's warehouse. Oh, okay. um, and that kind of like set the tone for the rest of my deck. Like he wanted to wear blue and that, that's how I picked like my florals off of that. So like, he kind of set the tone for everything else that I did. Okay. Yeah, it's always interesting because with the groom's attire, especially like for a traditional wedding, it's like, go get fitted for a tux and pay for the rental. And for like a destination wedding, a lot of people don't want to do that. But then they're like, well, now what do we wear? And where do we get it from? It was a lot like for the men to decide, like even my dad, like he, because I was like, oh, just wear like a button down shirt and khakis, like who cares? And he was like, no, you're getting, and my daughter's getting married. I'm just going to wear a button down shirt and khakis, <laughs> but I also don't want to wear a suit. So like, how do I find something like in the middle and same for my father-in-law too. Like they didn't want to be in suits, but they didn't want to just be like too casual. So I think like for like the groom, the, like the groom's father, groom's father and the bride's father, it's like a really tricky area. I think it just depends like what's most important to you. Like a tux was not important to me at all. Like. Yeah. So we, we were okay with not wearing that. And, and my husband was really happy because it was like 85 degrees that day. So he probably would have been grumpy. <laughs> I, yeah. I didn't even consider the fact that you found a dress and got it altered in time too. Like that's gotta be a, oh, that was like a whole, that was a whole nother thing. My, so I was lucky that like my dress didn't have like a lot of beads or anything like that on it because I had no choice with my designer. I had to buy off the rack. 
So I'm a, oh I'm in between a size zero and a two. And I bought my dress at a size 14. So my streams, my seamstress brought my dress down from a size 14 to like somewhere in between a zero and a two. Oh my word. Yeah. So. And it still turned out how you wanted it. That's pretty impressive. It, but it, you wouldn't even know that that dress was at one point. Like I could have made three dresses out of the, oh my, my original God. dress. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, oh, that's crazy. So that was the one, like I couldn't, I didn't have enough time to order, um, order like a dress custom fit for me. Right. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you still somehow pulled off considering everything that happened, the, the wedding that you always wanted and the, got a vacation out of it too. Did you guys end up, how much longer did you guys stay after your wedding at the resort? Did the guests leave a lot before you guys did? Yeah. So we were there for a total of two weeks. We were there for the first wow. week with our family and Playa Maharis at Dreams. And then um, we got married on Saturday and Sunday morning, we got breakfast with our family. Then we bounced. <laughs> we went to, <laughs> um, we went to Unico in Riviera Maya. So okay. our family stayed, we, they stayed until Monday. Um, and then we stayed until the following Saturday. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to change the scenery. Yeah. I, I want a friend of mine has gone to Unico and they, they love, I love it there. Their favorite resort that they've been to so far. Yeah. The the food is phenomenal. I'll talk about that, that resort's food probably for the rest of my life. And that's (laughs) that's another thing too, like, um, with destination weddings, cause it's like, okay, do we go somewhere else now for our honeymoon? Do we stay here? Like, what do we do? So we chose to go to a different resort and just stay in Mexico just to make it easier, especially during COVID, um, yeah. like having to get tested and stuff to go to other countries. And that, so now we have like two places in Mexico that like means like we honeymooned at Unico, we got married at Dreams. Now we have two spots that we can go back to that both have sentimental value to us. Yeah, that's great. Okay. Well, I think that's pretty much all I've got for you. I just want to say thanks again for um, being on. Yeah. Thanks so much, Deanna. It was a pleasure. All right. Thanks. Have a good night. Bye. You too. Bye-bye. All right, everybody. I hope you enjoyed this review. I had so much fun talking with Kaylee about her experience planning a destination wedding through all of the challenges that she faced. If you guys want to check out more of this review, just head to breezybrides.com. It will be on the homepage for the rest of the month of April. But if it's after April, we do have a page with all of our reviews on it. So again, just go to breezybrides.com. And on the top menu there, there is a wedding review page where you should be able to find it there. It'll include a little bit more details and pictures from her wedding day, as well as all the vendors that they use. So check it out and we will see you guys next time.